because if I start it, Adam's gonna get pissed off because <laughs> I don't know how I can I, like I want to play right now. Same. I I, I think I haven't he's, even I think to he's being a little unrealistic about like the spoiler stuff because like it's gonna happen. There's gonna be a spoiler in here when we talk about it. Hello and salutations, my fellow friends. This is Pixelate, where the H is silent and the hate is real. But not today, because we got Tears of the Kingdom dropping, and it's 99% good things. We might have just, like, you know, one thing, but that's just, like, an Nintendo thing. That's something you can really avoid, and it's something we're already familiar with. But, you know, we're going to get to that. Check the description for our socials. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And, you know, just give us a follow and subscribe to our channels, like our stuff. You know, we always... Trying to be more active on social media as we post more content. So we're getting to that. At the end of the day, always just listen to our podcast because we're funny and we're like, <laughs> especially last episode because that was crazy, Chris. <clears throat> but anyways, you know, I know we all want to talk about. We want to get right into it. Yeah, I want to jump but, right into it. But we first, you know, yeah, we got PSN up. So let's get to that. And if you'll notice, Adam is not here today. Um, he's too busy being a married man. <laughs> Jamal will be our, our sports anchor for today. Greetings to all you fantasy sports fans out there. I'm Jamal Nelson of the Pixelate Sports Network with your fantasy update of the week. The day has finally come. We at Pixelate would like to apologize on behalf of Micah for doubting that Nintendo can make a competent sequel to one of those to one of their most elite and beloved games. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has released to all fanfare and critical acclaim that we expected. And unfortunately, Chris is reaping the benefits with a 96 Metacritic score added to his roster despite the review bombing that's plugging the review aggregator websites. Star Wars Jedi Survivor also released two great scores and Micah has now clocked four out of its five games and now only awaits Diablo 4 for its final score. Meanwhile, I still don't have any release dates or even hints that any of my games are coming out, coming out following the news of Hall Night Silk Song delay. So I'm definitely going to lose this year. The standings remain as follows. Third place with an <laughs> average of 484 on three games is Wolpe. Second with an average of 85.75 on four games is Micah. Chris remains maintains a strong first place lead with 94.5 on two games and myself and Adam are still waiting for launch. On the poorer side of things, our topic from last week remains painfully accurate. The Xbox exclusive Redfall failed to impress and managed to run below the already to paid expectations. Repetitive, uninspired, and straight up bad. This game does no favors to Microsoft's first party hopes going forward. And with Starfield's launch relatively close on the horizon, they need all the goodwill they can get. This has been Jamal Nelson with your Pixelate non-sports update on PCN. Um, I think a lot of those games are going to take a hit on their scores because of Tears of the Kingdom for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be some recency bias and then there's going to be uh, just carrying that throughout the year. Yeah, man. Now Tears of the Kingdom has set a standard. Starfield <laughs> is not scoring a 10 out of 10 unless it's like the greatest game ever. You know? I'm not gonna lie, I have very little hope, and that's like one of my top games. Like, I don't feel like taking it out because honestly, I'm not super excited about anything 
else that's coming out that isn't already taken by y'all. So, I mean, I feel like I'm just stuck with it. And like I said about the Redfall thing, like, <laughs> they really need all the goodwill they can get because Microsoft is kind of shitting the bed with the first party exclusives. Like, when you, like, it's just night and day, man. Tears of the Kingdom shows, this is peak Nintendo. We do a lot of hating here, a lot. And I don't, I don't feel like it's too much. I feel like it's all deserved. But this is peak Nintendo here. I'm eight hours in. Jamal, you're what, 15, 20? I, I don't know. The only person <laughs> hours I can see is, I don't even know how I can see Micah's. Like, you know how when you look at someone's hours, you can't really see until after the 10 days? Oh, is that what it is? I thought yes. it was. Oh, okay. no, no, it's after 10 days when some like you'll say, oh, first play like five hours ago. Oh, first played a day, two days right. ago. My cuz I can see his hours now. I don't even know how. I think it's I, I think, think it's because I played at midnight. I don't know why though. I think it's I'm, if I've you never play had a certain amount. I think if you play a certain amount of hours, then they show you. But it no, I've only that played... only goes, yeah, after well, after 10 days, and yeah, it will show that. I've only played like that. it says I've only played like 10 hours, but I know I played a little bit more than that. But like well, it rounds yeah to every five. There's no way I have that. I haven't been able to play that much this weekend, unfortunately. So yeah, been mad busy, but um we get into that. Yeah, man. Let's get into this topic. So I, I played it at midnight on launch day and i continued to play it for like five hours until i literally had to stop because i would have been waking up very groggy <laughs> um the intro to the game i'll just start from the this the start until like where i kind of stopped playing that night um the intro to the game it leads you pretty much right where the first trailer of Tears of the Kingdom like was showing underneath Hyrule Castle, Link and Zelda searching for something. And uh, first first of all, like they definitely had a lot more budget with the cinematics. The cinematic value and the cinematic production value has been amplified significantly. And you, this was kind of shown already in Age of Calamity that they are going to take a more story-focused route this time. But now you can see it. 100% through the entire game. Side quests have cutscenes. Every quest has a cutscene. And just Link being out in the world doing certain things, um, those also have cutscenes. So it's very, a much more cinematic experience. So all, right off the bat, you're like very immersed and sucked in. And then as you're walking underneath Hyrule Castle, uh, some really interesting music is playing something kind of like a i i made a video about it and i kind of said it was more like majora's mask um but i don't know if exactly that's the the right genre to choose i can't think of like what kind of music it reminds me of but actually surprisingly it kind of reminds me of uh what is the ghost town from pokemon red um lavender town it reminds me of Lavender Town's music as you're that walking. ominous. Oh, yeah. yeah it's like a, yes. But it's going backwards. So it mm -hmm. kind of sounds like a you're just dreading whatever's at the bottom of this thing. It's so like you're walking the blood down this theme. tunnel. Yeah, you're walking yes. down this tunnel with with Zelda. Um, and by the way, Link has 20 hearts. So you just so you know what the fuck is up, my boy has been geared up since the first game. Uh, it looks so it's like, not a like whole we're just, lot more. <laughs> it's not like you're just starting off like 
three hearts again like they recognize and justify the fact that you put 100 hours in that first game so they recognize it and you have the master sword um and then you go down and you go further down and the music starts to you know start ticking higher and higher and you're like oh whatever's down here i'm gonna absolutely hate it and then you get to it and wait hold on don't don't say the this is trailers this is trailers oh was it like the trailer you don't know this is like the first trailer that the first trailer um the you you find a skeleton body zelda interacts with it in a way and basically it triggers a reaction that makes the zelda the skeleton come alive and from what happens there things occur link loses his current power where we have him with 20 hearts in the master sword and then he also loses zelda in that process so a lot of shit goes down i won't say what you got to find out but no is i i was like oh business is about to happen well that's, i'll that's say what I, knew. I, I was definitely like fuck yeah like at least they showed me losing my power like they didn't just rip me of it like um like all oh, some game sequels some game sequels they just get rid of the first game's powers and all that shit for no re- they don't have any explanation other than it's a new game or very even jedi poor. survivor kind of suffers from this like jedi survivor cal forgets like half of his moveset and I'm like, bro, like I learned all this shit in the first. That was game. the justification in Kingdom Hearts, and, and which every is, kid almost Hearts. makes sense because it's all memory based. It's like, oh, uh, he just forgot. I, I lost my power. I don't they know they actually do, do a really good job of justifying how Link isn't as strong right off the rip, and that you're naked at the beginning of the game. So oh, yeah, that was like, like a lot of things were very well explained, and even if they don't make sense now, later on, there's context to give that. So. Yeah, it feels yeah. very alive, the game. The and castle, the game is played so differently. Yeah. And the castle raises from the ground after all this goes down. You end up in the sky, and that's where the game begins. And Link, he being naked and, you know, basically destroyed after the events that just happened, uh, he takes his plunge into the world. And the beginning of this game, when you're diving off of the giant like bridge or whatever like it's like a little uh it's like a platform yeah it's like a platform yeah exactly that he's just jumping off after hyrule castle's been raised a million feet into the air he jumps off and he starts skydiving and it's what you've seen in the trailers right off the beginning where he's just like having his hair flowing and he's got his arms out the music that kicks in and it's it pans out and it has a title card bro i was like in my head i was thinking we're back like it's time Mm -hmm. to like do this all again and even i think this may not have been their intention but i feel like they were trying to do that with link too like link doesn't have much of a personality but a part of me felt like he was happy to be doing this shit again like when he was diving there a part of me was thinking well you kind of learn more to link's character that kind of supports that also later on at least that i've i saw also well it's kind of like a this is round two and like mm-hmm. seeing his face i was like you and know, you know he... what i want to backtrack i know wolpe you know when you were talking about oh like you know your back that feeling wolpe when you were up there you know you t- mentioned how you had to like Juan, before i like you know really yeah. start into it let me I took take it jump. all in let me take in the view i i panned the camera around like oh, i stood course. at the top i was just like i had to see oh, what this happened. is it I could tell I was like, oh, this is it. This is where it starts. And I like I even recorded like a little video of myself. I was like, because you can only do this the first time once. 
Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I want to enjoy this. I I was up there for like a good two to five minutes, just like, wow, I'm really about to play this game. This is the first Legend of Zelda game I've ever purchased in my life. And Breath of the Wild was the first one I'd ever played. So I don't know. Like, it, it you, we don't often get those pure gamer moments anymore. I feel like I did have like a little bit of a feeling of that playing Pokemon, but then it kind of, you know. But for this, like a grand adventure and knowing, like now having a base and knowing what to expect to an extent, it, it just felt it felt really special. And I'm 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 thankful for that. Yeah. And I and took that dive and I was I was like, yeah. When I first played Breath of the Wild, it was a year after it was like the end of 2017. So it was the first year of the Switch, but it was still like I I'll be real. I had no idea what Breath of the Wild was when I like actually went to go play it. I had no idea. All I ever saw of that game, I didn't even know it released. I saw one clip of the um the Link with White Eyes armor. I forget its name. Oh, like um, the God Deity Link or whatever. The Deity Link. Yeah, I saw that a clip of him like just upgrading his armor. I was like, this game looks cool. Wait a so minute, there's Deity water. armor in the game. You have to get an amiibo. I have it, but you have to have an. You amiibo. know, like the costume, um, in Smash Bros. for Link. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was my only like knowledge of Breath of the Wild. So when I actually got into Breath of the Wild, even at the beginning of Great Plateau, I wasn't sitting there being like, "This is the greatest game ever." Everyone's saying it's great. I was sitting there being like, "I don't know what this game is about. It's a Zelda. I'll probably like it by the end of it." I fucking loved it. <laughs> so knowing that now. At the intro of this game, where I do know what the hell is going on, and I do have a like a high expectation for it, it just felt so good to see us back in that world. And let alone our boy has grown up; like he's definitely an adult now, um, if not like eighteen to twenty. Link is he's definitely older. Uh, the new look, the new look is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just looks more mature. He looks, he looks cooler, cool as fuck. <laughs> he looks like a veteran. Yeah, yeah. You just, like you just can tell he's got some years on him now, like for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and same with other characters. And then um, on, uh, Chris. So have what you know? We're talking about Tears of the Kingdom, but you know, Breath of the Wild. How did you feel starting off? Because you are actually finally now experiencing that game. Um, it's it's definitely a weird like what the fuck moment. Like you're like, all right. They they literally just let you roam and do do whatever. Um, and there's certain games that you get that get that feeling with, but this one is even different than all of those. Like you get it with the the Skyrims of the world. You get it with like um, like um, Assassin's like Creed, Assassin's Creed, Prey, like like stuff that 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 really lets you get in there and lets you let you uh, explore all the systems and see what it is that you can do and mess around and stuff. So um, I I get stuck on shrines all the time. That's that's what that's what I've been doing most of the time. I'm in a shrine and I'm stuck fig- trying to figure out what the puzzle is. Uh, and then the the combat is is so kinetic um i i'm really enjoying it the only the only thing that i don't like about it is the the technical hiccups every now and again uh the the game stutters it has uh frame rate issues and shit like that but uh what what did you guys think uh about that are there technical glaring technical issues still to this day yes uh well glaring sounds 
like an aggressive adjective but there are some times when you're yeah, using like some more. of the powers yeah the the frame rate does drop and i mean i feel like at this point the switch is five years old like this is to be expected and i feel like at this point we're kind of grading on a curve when it comes to nintendo games um performance wise and like we were talking about this a couple weeks ago when someone asked like what's more important like performance versus graphics this the legend of zelda series well this specific series has been using the cell shaded um graphics to like really great effect but there were some times on the the sky island where i'm looking at some of the rock textures and i'm like this looks really old this is pokemon level yeah Yeah, like this looks really old but it sucks because as much as I love this game, it I do feel like uh, a game like Jedi Survivor for how beautiful it looks, but it doesn't run perfect. People shit on that game. People have shat on that game for running like slightly worse on consoles and up, outright crashing on PC. Um, but then we have a Zelda and it's like 10 out of 10, even with all of the fucking issues that I've experienced in the 10 hours I've played. I'm I'm already like, okay, there's popping everywhere. Okay, these textures look pretty bad. Okay, uh, sometimes there's NPCs doing really random shit that I know they're not supposed to be doing. And I'm like, I love this game, so I'm not gonna judge it harshly for that. But the the general consensus in the gaming community, people who say there's no bias towards Zelda are kind of lying. Like, there's definitely a bias toward Nintendo games in general, um, and they're definitely rated higher when they're good despite the like it shouldn't be a 10 out of 10 it should be a nine i mean i can agree with that but i feel like it's at the point where this is using the switch to its max like it's not like a ps5 game or an xbox series game where it's like i'm not faulting we know i don't think we should fault uh, the hardware nintendo developers for it no the hardware is a whole different thing but like the actual developers you can tell they did what they could do no yeah and they did exactly like they did the best that they could but and I, it looks like i the had best. maybe one well of like a handful like five at most situations in breath of the wild where i can remember frame rate drops or above it's like basically none but in the 10 hours i played of this new one i've experienced multiple situations where i'm like oh this one's definitely not as like polished and clean cut as the first one but it's because the scale has been amplified many times over like there's a lot more going on system wise and also mechanics wise like there's just a lot there's a lot of effects the building gets a little convoluted there's so much more shit in the sky Mm. and on the map and you can always see it the game doesn't feel so, as empty as Breath of Wild. And no. I mean, obviously, Breath of Wild was meant to feel empty. Like you're in a ruined Hyrule, so you're trying to like well, not fix empty, everything. It, it's more like vast. Yes. But I mean, well, empty as in like, you it's know, a, there's, it's a it's post apocalyptic Hyrule. It's supposed to feel empty. Yeah, yeah like, but it's it, quiet. It didn't feel empty to me. Mm. There okay, was well, life there around the mountain, the mountainous there. areas. I will say, when I first it, got there, it seemed kind of dry. With the amount of stuff that has been added to this new one, at times I do feel overwhelmed um, where I'm like, oh man, I kind of miss how like 
because there was so little I get not so little because there was so much free space in the first game it was kind of easier to be like okay I'm ahead there and that's all I'm gonna try and do right uh, now because yeah um, your distractions were not there wasn't as many distractions. So when you noticed yes. something that was like all right something is there so you went there now you see like all right there's something there but it's also something there and there you're so trying to you... plot like five different locations and i don't once. think this is a negative so i won't even count it as that but i do think it's a point to make that this game is a lot less uh i would even say it's a lot less freeform than the first game because there are quest lines everywhere and they all kind of step by step handhold you through the quest rather than where in breath of the wild it send you somewhere but there was a lot of freedom to what you could do like in that space. This one, the story is way more direct. Yes, uh, for sure. The, the quest lines are more direct. The roads are more direct because things are being reconstructed. So there's civilization in certain areas and then there's not. So you kind of have an idea of where to go. And I think it's not a negative because it's a different game. But the feeling of uh, the emptiness I feel like emptiness isn't a good word, but just like the feeling of how much freedom there was in the first one is definitely not the same in this one. There's like so much stuff that I feel somehow a little bit more restricted as to what to do at a certain time, if that makes sense. I know exactly what you mean. And I was talking to Jamal about this earlier. Um, you know how, and Chris, I'm sure you've seen this, the Breath of the Wild main quest it's like go to Hyrule Castle or it says something about yeah, Calamity. And that's Ganon, it. Ganon, right? mm -hmm. And that's, that's it. So when you finally hit the ground and i'm trying to spoiler free this for y'all um one of the quests is oh you know go to the castle but because you just need to talk to some guy but in my head i'm thinking oh if i'm going to the castle i'm going to the boss fight is this where i'm free now mm -hmm. or do i have to do yeah. this before i can get like i don't know at what point the freedom starts and I think so that's exactly my point. Like the quest lines are way more direct about what you should be doing. And it, and then they also have multiple steps on top of like their initial step, which is very different from the first game. And in a game like Skyrim, where there's so many things to do, most people, a good amount of Skyrim players don't do 80% of the content in the game um, because there's so much to do. And you usually just want to do what you want to do. And I feel like a lot of Breath of the Wild players did that, but I feel like the majority of people that like were really like the game tried to do everything they could in Breath of the Wild. Um, personally, I did everything. So like seeing how much it is in this game for me as someone who went in thinking I'm gonna hundred percent this shit, I'm like, yeah, it's uh, very hard to. Speak it, it's about more that. intimidating. I'm like, oh, might take me all year to do that actually, rather than a month like it did the first and time. You know, yes, there's so much stuff, and um, a hundred percent it is definitely overwhelming. I still and I kind of, I kind of like how it handholds you because I kind of just use that as a reference point. Like, all right, I'm doing this to yeah. guide me, and then I'll obviously still do a breath of while um attempt where I'm just if I see something that interests me, I'm gonna go over there, and then I'll just follow the beam path. Like I was so close to doing like a main story thing, but then I easily just got sidetracked because. I saw something that ended up like way off track and what I'm supposed to do. And I, I told you, Jamal, I said we were texting about the game and I said, uh, I don't want the game to tell me what to do on the story. I want to do what I want to do and go where I want to want, like want to go at a time. But then I did that and I went to go visit uh, the Zora domain with the fish people. And instead of uh, where they tell you to go. Wait, already? I went there because I was like. He wanted, I wanted, he wanted to not see because the, the game's Zorda telling man. me to do that, but I remember that place and I want to go there. Oh, wow. So that that was how I chose to do it. 
and and I did it and I was like this doesn't feel as satisfying as doing in the first game like I feel like because the story is building in a way that the first game wasn't where it's like go to this town for this specific information and we're telling you that right at the beginning of the game me not actively not doing that whereas in Breath of the Wild you had to just figure it out is that the same? It felt like felt I was like... doing the game a disservice by not following its formula. It felt yes. like I was. It felt like I was uh, actively ruining the flow of the game, and I'm sure they expect players to do that. But for a first time experience, I think I want something. If they're gonna have this catered experience where like they're taking you town to town as if it was like a normal campaign, then I probably will follow through with that because I don't want to like do something early on and then come back to the place and be like, actually, this isn't as satisfying as it would have been, you know, the if I came here the first time. And it's interesting well, because it's like when you have a sequel to a game like this and when you, 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 you kind of don't know how to play because you want to play it the way you did already. But like you said, if it's structured the, the differently, map did that for me. It, yeah, exactly. And the thing is, because we're still we're still early. Like, we're still mad early into it. So I don't think we really know how deep it can go yet. And I have muted every single keyword that I could fucking figure out. And I'm still seeing, oh, watch this, videos on shit of people building. And I'm so annoyed. But um, it's it's just, it's going to be a very interesting experience. Because, like, like, you can go wherever. But as far as you know, that was the right way to go. Because there's no, there's nothing yeah. that's telling you like, okay, you should be here or not. There wasn't a literal it's NPC like, saying go to this town for further information. Like it's right. just you have the four, uh, the four beasts, and it was like that's what you four need to beasts do, and, and just kind of get everything. And just take else. it on however you want. Yeah, exactly. Whatever this time order, it's like actually there's a quest line that is going to take you along, and it's like hmm, I don't know if I want to stray away from that then, if you're going to have this catered and once I did start going back and following the catered experience, it felt like a much more natural progression, like there was easier enemies, easier shrines, whereas when I went the other way, I was running into shit that I was like, there's no way I can handle this right now mm-hmm. right? And, and then I was like, oh, okay, so clearly there is a an idea of what they want you to do. Maybe if veteran players want to go to the volcano place already, uh, where the the Gorons lives. But personally, no, I didn't even do that in the first game. But like, yeah, no, and, that was the last shit I did. <laughs> right, right. Um, but if if you want to, you can, and that's also that's always a plus. You know, just having that option. Without, with, we can't get into too much spoiler yeah. shit, man. Well, you know. Uh, Let's intro the some... intro let's talk about the the tutorial area the sky isles which is a uh sort of great plateau um, it felt longer than a great plateau it i didn't definitely love was. it i didn't i, love I like it. i didn't uh mm, i think it was great weird plateau it was very more... welcome at first it was extreme i was i was like this is fucking beautiful the end the enemies are brand new i was like this is how you show you're coming out with new shit you show us something that seems familiar and then you drop us into the new shit. I was like, this is it. Then I was there for like four hours. And by the end, I, I told Jamal, I was like, fuck this shit. I almost looked up what to do. No, <laughs> literally. Could you not find the last shrine? Yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Fam, yeah, I was. I... Do you know what I tried to do? You know, those floating platforms? Uh, like yes. the ones that just float? Like, yeah. 
closer to the well, not the ground, but closer to the the island surface. Yeah, I, I went put to fans every platform. On, I put fans on them and tried to ride them all the way up, using up <laughs> all too, of my batteries too. just to realize that that's the that same fucking there. island that I could warp to. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nah. Yeah, I did the exact same shit, and I think honestly that was in a way intended i think they would they wanted us to be confused and do everything you could with the new mechanics because the map is kind of dumb i felt like it was a very uh i felt like it was a worse tutorial than great plateau personally i didn't enjoy being forced to do certain things and it felt like whereas great plateau you you get in and you're like damn this open world's like ready to go which it wasn't but you didn't know that this right. guy, I was, I was like, by the end, I was like, "Fuck, get me off this shit." Let me, mm. but let I me tell go, you though, I, I go so bad, and it was, it just felt like I was trapped there. Yes, <laughs> but let me tell you, that actually, like, being able to run out of options and literally have to be creative comes in handy. I'm not gonna really say, but there was a moment in the game where I had to do a side quest and I had to get from point A to point B. I thought with the most, I thought the most craziest shit. I almost didn't make it, but it was one of them. It was the most hypest moment I had in the game so far. So, running out of options to literally force to be creative can create some beautiful moments. There's yeah. a lot of uh, flexibility with how you you do certain things now. Building obviously makes certain puzzles and quests easier to do if you know what you want to do like it's just easier need, if you want it to be if you want to reach somewhere and by the way the the vehicles and stuff they're all battery powered so it's not like you can just make a plane and have it forever it doesn't right. work that way um that's a lot of people's concern I, I remember before the game came out it's not like that so they're they're not replacing the the bike from the first game just yet not only in the building is there flexibility but in the shrines themselves uh i remember just today actually i was doing a shrine and <laughs> I couldn't figure out what the fuck the shrine wanted me to do. There was a railing and there was a bunch of blocks on the other side of the railing. And I was standing here. I can't reach the railing. I can't move or I can't reach the blocks on the other side of the railing. I can't do anything to get across. And then eventually I was like, actually, fuck it. I'm just going to try and walk on the railing. I ended up sneak walking <laughs> all the way up to the top of this shrine, grabbing what I needed to get and then just beating the shrine. And I was like, this is the second time I've done something like this where I just went around and you couldn't do a lot of stuff like that in Breath of the Wild. But now you they definitely want you to take like 10 different ways to beat shrines. I and also with did the new the same powers, thing it's the really game. easy. I also did another thing where I ran up the side of a wall and jumped up on a platform instead of doing a puzzle. I was like, you could just parkour now <laughs> if you want to yeah. get prime. <laughs> I did the same shit on the island. You know those uh like the the rails where you're supposed to find a way to get from one side of the yeah. island to the other. I, at first I was thinking, damn, how the fuck am I gonna do this? Do I just walk? And I like I tried to sneak walk and I was like this is not what I'm supposed to be doing, but, but it's working can. right now. So I'm gonna do it. And, and, you know, and I they definitely go, know that you're going to try that. I want to go on a slight tangent. And I want Chris to talk first. In Breath of Wild... <laughs> Chris <there's>... is listening <laughs> to the podcast right now. <laughs> Sick. In Breath of Wild, there's a sense of, like, you're weakened. You're a weakened link. Like, the world is a dangerous place, right? Do you feel that sense, Chris, when playing Breath of Wild? Like, describe that. Hell yeah. Link is weak as shit at the beginning of the game. 
uh, and I was complaining to you about uh, how many hearts I had and uh, and all. Like starting off the game with three hearts is like, oh my god, everything is dangerous. Every- I'm walking up on lizards, they're dangerous. I'm walking up on rocks, they're dangerous. I'm walking up on it, <laughs> like it's like no, literally everything can kill you. And and yeah, it's it's not it's not a fun time when when you're dying immediately. It, it makes you have to to get good at the game. But, it's literally get good. I've, yeah. I've I've died a few times to, um. This isn't a spoiler because it's the same enemy in Breath of the Wild, but like the the living rock formation. Oh, the talons or talos. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just beat one of those today after dying to it like five, six times because like I forgot how to beat it, mm-hmm. and I had to refigure it out. And I was like, oh yeah, this is what you do. This is where you aim. Blah 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 blah. I'm still at three hearts, so you know everything sucks or four, but. The shit is the shit is fun, man. It's it's so good. It's so good. And in this game, like it still feels dangerous, but I know I know the map. I've been here before. So I yeah. like you know, at the beginning, of the game, you know, Link looks, you know, more like a veteran. But when you're actually exploring Hyrule, once you touch the ground, you feel like you're a veteran, like, all right, I'm back. Now I'm just like now I have cleanup duty, you know. I'm not trying to fix anything, I'm not trying to like, you know, m- fix a wrong but now just like all right i'm back i'm about to i'm doing a job like you yeah, know? <laughs> you're, you're doing rounds mm-hmm. it's interesting because the the like reuse of the map it makes you get the feeling of like a really good dlc like just being right back into the game but somehow you're still lost like you're still kind of uh i don't know where to go because there's so much new stuff so, like, you have that veteran feeling that you're talking about where it feels comfortable, like, riding a bike just to get back in that world. But at the same time, there's so much new content that it's, it's like, a new game. Um, so, I I know I wasn't, like, super hype about the reuse of the map, but at now, after seeing everything, I think I enjoy it more than I probably would have a completely new map. Because it... <laughs> it gives me a nostalgic feeling of being like a teenager in high school just like sitting down playing this game (laughs) for like a week straight um i think if it was another map obviously i would still fucking love it but it 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 gives if you didn't play the first game a long time ago and you just play this one like right after you might not get that feeling but me personally all the years i've spent with this game and that map seeing the characters grow up seeing link grown up seeing hyrule change drastically it's like bro uh i'm very grateful for the amount of time that they put into the game yeah definitely uh whatever delay did it get delayed it did get delayed last year that's yeah i don't remember this month being the original release date but i mean so far for like 2022 or something um and then covid happened i guess and you know the rest right everything slowed down Mm-hmm. Well, we, we need to get off of this because Adam's going to be kicking himself editing this. Um, shall we move on? Uh, we, have, we didn't even do a good well, game. Well, can I ask game. you guys one thing? Because to end it on a, <laughs> a hater moment. Well, of course. Do you, guys, do you guys love the building? Like the attaching building? At first, I thought I didn't. But after talking about like that moment I had, I actually kind of like it because you don't have to do these extravagant buildings, right? But it gives you the freedom to really make your own creations. Well, okay. 
I'm not really the builder type in games. Like, I'll try to find the simplest. Like, I try to build like a ladder, right? Like, on the give island. me a point A, point B, most efficiently. Yeah, I just put a couple logs, like end to end, and try to bullshit my way up. I, it depends on how necessary it is. I'm not like. I think once I start making like actual vehicles, I'll have a stronger opinion of it. But right now, it's just kind of part of the game to me. Um, I'm more interested in the fusing and and just the ease of access with the ascend power. Like it speeds up a lot of the a lot of the the traveling process, yes. and it allows me more time to do. Like I don't Breath of the Wild is like sixty five percent climbing. And I right. and I don't think you can really appreciate the ascendability unless you played Breath yes. of the Wild's climbing. Yes. So it's it it's a lot. It, yeah, the, the building is a little too much for me at this point, but I know it's I'm gonna find uses for it, like my own personal use. I'm not gonna be using it the way everyone else is using it, building fucking uh mannequins with penises and shit. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, out of uh, I'll say out of all of the mechanics that are introduced in this one. Building is my least favorite. Uh, like all the new abilities, building is definitely my least favorite. Um, but at first, I actually loved it. At first, I was like, "Okay, I know I said it was Banjo Kazooie, nuts and bolts, but I I like being able to make a plane. I like being able to make a like a little platform that floats and stuff." But as I got into the game and started doing shrines. Which is expected. I expect that they were going to use the building mechanic in shrines, but every shrine uses it. And I'm like, uh... and then outside of the shrines, there are so many quests that require you to build something. And it's it's just trial and error. There's no guide on how to do anything. It's just trial and error and making monstrosity constructions and then breaking it apart and trying again. It started to get frustrating for me because I... I do like building in games i like games like minecraft i like arc survival evolved but i don't enjoy when a game forces me to build like i like being doing what you did jamal mm-hmm. and making uh, my own creative way to like get around or something like that that'll be fun me making a car or something just for me mm-hmm. but when the quest says i need you to take this thing out of a hole and oh. put it up there and mm-hmm. i'm like okay, I, I can try it, and I try it, and it doesn't work, and I try it, and it doesn't work, and I try it, and it doesn't work, and I'm like, okay, just give me give me a way to do it, because this quest is not fun anymore. It's just, <laughs> it's just a, it's not Zelda to me. I didn't get in this game to play this building simulator. I came in to explore and fight shit and do puzzles, but like, this isn't a puzzle. This is just trial and error. There's no one way to solve this. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. a lot of the physics uh, of the building mechanics are fucking annoying. Like when you break something off of an attachment, the whole thing falls apart like a bunch of fucking mm-hmm. videos. Oh, yeah. You're like, God damn it. I just you put all this take, shit together. You got to take, take it off the same piece. order or the reverse order that you build it or else no, it's just, fuck it, up. it all it's comes just apart. just a single piece. Like if two things are attached together and those two things are attached to a third piece, if you take one of those two pieces that are attached to that single piece and expect those two like conjoined pieces to come off the- together, it's not going to work. And yeah. picking things up in this game feels significantly worse than it does in Breath of the Wild. I don't it's know. It's a little slower. It yeah. I don't know slower. what it is about Magnesis versus this new ability, <laughs> but Magnesis was quick. I don't remember if you could rotate with Magnesis, but it was 
I remember being able to like manipulate objects the way I wanted to in that game. It is so hard to rotate things in this building mechanic game. It, it like, is. It, you have to approach certain things at like the angle that you want, or otherwise you gotta the do building, a lot of things. The building is put on a it. grid, so every object has like a select amount of sticking points. But the problem is, is that you also rotate objects on that same grid relative to where Link is. So like, if you want to turn something right or like upside down. You have to like completely one by one. And it's not like a rotate with a stick. It's like with the D-pad, like one by one, rotate it. Like, like on an axis of like area, six things. It doesn't yeah. just go left, right. It goes diagonal up, down. It's fucking annoying. And I'm like, this is fun, but it should be a completely optional thing for me right now. Why am I having to do multiple quests back to back where I have to build or help someone build? Like half of the side quests I've done have just been building. So that's the only complaint, like actual besides game running wise, that I have is the building, while interesting and definitely a welcome addition, is not as fun as I would have hoped to be like in the main process. I think in the beginning yes. it's tough, but you get more options, obviously, as you progress through the game. Like, yeah, to, to make creations, to have access to those building things. And then obviously, you know, once you build more things, you kind of have a recipe to solve something. Like, yeah, yeah. My creation, I've done it two times and it serves me wonderfully. So that's like a staple recipe for something to help me get from point A to point B. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying that the creativity it offers isn't welcome because I definitely like being able to build shit in this type of game. But I just think when the quests, are like right now i've experienced like the majority of side quests have been just building it's it's a little like all right i'm ready to move on but i don't want to move on mm -hmm. from it I, I just want to play it um the only thing that i've had some issues with but everything else has been awesome oh, going back because i remember the climbing thing i was watching chris last night we, we do need to move off of this game soon <laughs> And then, yeah. yes, and then we were going through, and he was going through the Zora domain, and you already know how one is a watery area, and then it starts raining and then thunderstorming. So Chris was going through that, and he was trying to climb, but then he couldn't. And then so when he would get knocked back down, you know he ain't climbing up. He has to walk all the way around to follow the path just to get up to where he needs to be. And a lot, a lot of that, that shit was is gone in this game. I mean, I don't know. There are what? some parts where I don't want to enter because it looks menacing. For and sure. I was, <laughs> I was like, yo. There's I'm some not Dark ready. Souls vibes in this game, man. Some yeah. Elden Ring. I'm, I'm not ready for this, so I just completely ignore it and keep a mental check to when I feel like I'm ready. I'll go I down think, there. I think they definitely took some inspiration from uh, FromSoft with how difficult and scary the game is now, for sure. I, I welcome that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Okay, so, you know, guys... Just gonna end this, you know, episode and topic off with just one simple question: Which beginning of the did you prefer? Do you prefer Breath of the Wild's beginning or Tears of the Kingdom's beginning? And Chris, since you haven't played Tears of the Beginning, you can just talk about your feeling starting off in Breath of the Wild. Um, Wolfe, you want to go first? Um. So if I recall correctly, the opening of Breath of the Wild, you leave the Room of Awakening and you just kind of walk out and, you know, just open field, right? Mm -hmm. And then the guy that you talk to is somewhere down the hill and he tells you everything that you need to do. Um, 
the feeling of walking out in Breath of the Wild for the first time was very, it was very unique. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I still love it. I can still remember it vividly. I, I don't know. I feel like this Tears of the Kingdom made a very big impression on me because it's it's grander. It's a grander adventure. Um, but honestly, I think as of right now, I might like the Breath of the Wild opening better just because it's the first one. And it just it's a it's a different feeling. Like Micah said, that nostalgia feeling. Um not that Tears of the Kingdom didn't give me that, but it's it's like I had to have this for me to have this. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting a lot of respect on Breath of the Wild's name and on that intro. And I think it was I think it's flawless. I would say so I guess more like the cinematic to you know the point where you're waking up and then obviously you know you're kind of like just that moment where you walk out and like the opening like the titles the video game title the title screen shows up right i like tears of the kingdoms because it left it was powerful at first but going into the world and was a lot better in breath of the wild because it was quiet and you already know hyrule got destroyed a, a century ago so you're kind of really seeing what's going on here like what exactly has happened and that left a more powerful impression on me but also like being epic and like being up in the sky so i'm gonna say i like tears of the kingdom but it's literally just that quiet moment entering out is what got me into breath of the wild but like I do the man overall, in the woods kind of thing yes but overall probably like tears of the kingdom slightly better but they're both fantastic openings so both fantastic um chris how was your you know feeling going to breath of the wild uh the opening of the vault moments in games have been done many a times um and i i always go back to uh my fallout 3 experience and opening up the vault for that for that game for the first time and then really getting into the world and you're like oh my god this is all of maryland and dc what is happening what is this so Breath of the Wild is like the culmination of all of that. It is literally the, the perfect opening to a, to a game, in my opinion. Um, you let, let, let people go wild in the first couple of like in the in the first couple of minutes, you can literally just forego anything in, in that game and just start doing whatever it is that you want to do after you talk to the old man that you have to talk to. And that that is uh, truly beautiful. I I. Uh, I beelined it like south after climbing a hill, um, or I'm sorry, I beelined it north after climbing a hill, and then it came on to like uh, the the guardians that you see early on in, in the game, and I was like, oh my god, like this is this is amazing, this is amazing. Like, why am I able to fight these things? Or first of all, not able to fight these things, but why are they in my face and like doing all these crazy things? Uh, but yeah. Definitely a, a great opening. Definitely highly recommended to anyone who has not played it yet. Yeah. <laughs> like you. They who shouldn't be listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, if you haven't played it yet, don't I don't know why you're here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um if we haven't sold you, I don't know what else to tell you. But like like I said earlier, the the intro to this game 
it it was much more impactful because I had already had that uh, nostalgic feeling in 2017 of playing the game for the first time. Um, and that, that like amplified me diving into sky Skyrim, Hyrule, <laughs> uh, Skyrule. Um, it, it amplified that feeling and how like excited sky I was. Skyrule. Hold on. That kind of sounds, bro. Wait that, a minute. Wait a minute. Could be it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait that a could minute. Be Nintendo. <laughs> Speaking of Skyrim, I, I think the beginning of Breath of the Wild was the closest comparison I can have to that intro and that opening is Skyrim because seeing the volcano in the distance, seeing that world pan out, like that just felt for me, because b- before Breath of the Wild, Skyrim was my favorite game. Uh, it felt just like that. And that feeling, like Wope said, uh, I think it, because it was the first one, it just like... It's hit a lot harder, and also I think the intro, the tutorial, Great Plateau, is just far better than this game's tutorial. Yeah, I think for sure. all of that wrapped into one. Other than that intro cutscene, because goddamn, Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom's intro is fucking good. But Breath of the Wild by far has a better opening. Um, but after the intro of Tears of the Kingdom and after the tutorial area, and you drop into Hyrule, man, it it hits the ground running for sure. I think um, the good thing about Great Plateau is it didn't really feel it. You didn't, at least this is my experience. I didn't even really know it was the tutorial until like yeah. I got off and I was like, oh shit, there's more. Right. Because I didn't really, was... I didn't look shit up about the game. Like I had seen videos and whatever, but I played it late. Jamal, I don't remember when I borrowed it, but like. Like two years ago? Yeah, so I was mad late. All of the hype had kind of went in with no knowledge for Uh, the most part. Yeah, that it was a it was like a testing grounds for the first time. When you got to this new tutorial area, you kind of had an idea of what was going on. Yeah, but that first time getting in Great Plateau, bro, I was throwing sticks, picking up apples. I was like, I'm in it, I'm here. I'm like playing Minecraft, I don't even know what is going on. And then finally you make it to the church and you feel like, oh, oh, okay, there's a story here. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) It's like that was a much more organic feeling, whereas I I think this new one was way more um, just like the the main quest. It it was way more like go here, do this. There's people here, do this. And um, by the end of it, I was tired of it. I was like, "Eh, I'm ready to get to the real game, you know, because I know. Because I know right. what's coming. What's yeah. coming? I don't need the Great Plateau anymore. You like, know what I mean? There's a story I'm trying to get into. Yeah, and this story, there's a lot more to bite into than there was before. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of how the game world itself relates to you as a player. Because Breath of the Wild is that open, vast, explore it yourself. Tears of the Kingdom is we've got some shit to talk about and some shit to do. So you guys have your little fun, explore your shit, but then we've got things to do. Mm -hmm. So that's how, that's how I feel about this game. And I'm, I like it. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready, man. Well, you know, as you can tell, we're not hating on at least the Legend of Zelda experience once the timelines converge. So it's a great experience. I know we're all itching to get back into our games and continuing on this journey. Thank you for listening to Tears of the Podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We're a Zelda podcast now. We're podcast back. of the kingdom. <laughs> can't wait. Adam, I know you're listening, so can't wait to get into this game. Can't wait to hear your thoughts, man. <clears throat> Tell us about all your experiences in the group chat. It's going to be wonderful. But to all our other listeners out there, thank you for listening. 
give us a like if you enjoyed this episode subscribe to us on youtube follow us on instagram twitch subscribe to our podcast you know that's how we started off that's where you probably want to listen to us the most but like say if you like watching videos listen to us on youtube are you gonna stream i can't stream because i'm a, i'm so focused i'm Jamal, so focused. i i guarantee you half of the people who are streaming tears of the kingdom are not speaking all right, all right. I'll, like they're just. I'll, I'll, no, I'll work I've on setting about up it right too. after this. I'll I've work thought on about it too. Right I made a whole this. video on the intro and everything. Plug the video. And, and I uh, plug yeah. the video. What's the title? Where can I watch it? The the video is on my channel, Mikey OQ on YouTube. Um, it's called. Well, at first it was called the greatest the game greatest of all time. Game of all time. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll I'll chill out. I'll chill out. And then I was like, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is incredible. That's what it's called. Um, so go check it out if you want to basically just hear what I fucking said in this podcast. But uh I've I've thought about Ignore streaming it again. It. I think with this I think with this game specifically, it's so hard to want to stream because a lot of the gameplay is gonna be off stream. And then on top of that, um I just don't want to have to feel like I'm making content. I I like being, I don't know what it is, bro. But every time I boot this game up, I think I'm fucking 18 again or 17 (laughs) again and fucking playing that game. And I'm like, I feel like a little kid. Fucking not. I feel that. So like, I don't, yeah, the streaming part will probably come more end game wise when I feel like more comfortable. But once I, I want to immerse first, you know? Yeah. Like I want to play without the the stress of like, like I want to go into a field with my switch, but I wish I had like a projector. I feel like the people who do stream it, I feel like the people who are going to stream the whole thing or just stream it casually, uh, probably don't appreciate zelda as deeply as we do like it's it's probably more like a job for them if you get what i'm saying like it's probably more like oh new oh 10 out of 10 game definitely gonna stream it people are gonna right. click for me it'd be like you guys are about to watch me literally gush over this game for like three hours <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anybody you know oh no there's there's always a market there's, there's always be a someone market. but yeah you get what i'm saying like there's mm-hmm. there's a difference between streaming and playing mm-hmm all right but anyone else has any final remarks i'm ready right. to turn this shit off yeah man yeah thanks for watching logging off the podcast logging yeah, thanks on for to listening chris tears of the kingdom right <laughs> all right deuces by the game